This is Spin Control, a Fibercraft podcast by a joyful girl. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Spin Control, episode 113, Breckle Forever. This, of course, is your host, Shiloh. In this episode, I have got a little bit of crochet, some knitting, a little tale for you about how my latest pattern got its name. But, of course, we're going to kick this all off with updates. I think, quite possibly, that the majority of this episode is going to be updates. Anyway, so today is December 8th, Sunday. I'm recording this episode but I'm not probably not going to be able to release it until at least Tuesday. First off, well, timing. You'll hear about that in a little bit. So what do I have to share with you? So in the last episode, I told you that we were going to have some visitors for Thanksgiving and that the American Thanksgiving holiday has just passed. And we had a lot of fun, um, a lot of time with family, went to my brother's house. He cooked an amazing meal. I did end up making the homemade cranberry sauce. My husband kept making jokes about how he was going to bring canned cranberry sauce, you know, just in case I screwed it up, but it was a big hit and I enjoyed it. And like I made it once in high school and at the time it seemed like really, really super complicated, but turned out to be really super easy. So that took no time at all. I made the cranberry sauce and a homemade rhubarb pie and we all ate and drank and were merry. And that was a lot of fun. We really had a good time. And then I told you my Tanya was in town. So she was here for two weeks and I didn't have any travel plans in place when I recorded the previous episode, but spur of the moment, after taking Bird back to the airport the Friday after Thanksgiving, I was texting with my Tanya, who was chilling at my house, going, hey, let's go on an adventure. So we spent Small Business Saturday in Fort Collins, Colorado. I'd never been to Fort Collins, which means I had never been to the Loop U or any of the other fine yarn stores that are located in Fort Collins. We packed up on Friday afternoon and headed down to Fort Collins for the night. Our first stop was the Loop U before we um, checked into our hotel. That was a lot of fun. So if you've been in the past and haven't been there recently, they've actually changed locations. And the Knit Girls and I were talking about this this past weekend that a in the, I think previously it looked more warehouse like, and now it definitely looks a lot more yarn store like. I don't really have a basis for comparison. I do know that they're getting rid of all of their fabric and it's all on sale right now and making room for more yarn. So that was pretty cool. Where else did we go? We went to Lambspun of Colorado. That was also pretty cool. That place is set up very, very interesting. It's very rambly. We had a little bit of a hard time trying to figure out like exactly how the storefront was organized, but it was really nice to walk around and take a look at everything that they had there. I actually got some Lambspun of Colorado brand yarn that they dye in-house and also some Lambspun brand fiber to spin. Like, so that's been added to my collection. And in addition, we went to My Sister Knits. So at first we were a little skeptical when we rolled up to My Sister Knits because it was like a house with a little tiny sign in the front and parking was a little interesting to navigate because there was like snow on the road and stuff like that. It's like really in a residential neighborhood where 
we were not exactly sure where we were supposed to park. But we went inside. The selection was very cool. The layout was cool. Two floors. And everybody on the staff seemed really super nice. And it was wonderful. We had a good time. And I'm so glad that we had a chance to do this little mini small business Saturday yarn crawl in Fort Collins. That was fun. And I really enjoyed it. So my Tanya headed out of here about two days ago. And she hit the road and drove herself back to Maryland. And now she's there safely. So that's cool. What else? Oh, okay. So it was significant for me to tell you what date I'm recording this on. Because I'm not going to release it till at the earliest on Tuesday. Because Tuesday is the day by now will have passed, that my latest pattern that was picked up for publication will be released in Nitty. I know. I'm just as shocked as everyone else. I had a pattern picked up in Nitty, right? So this is the cow that I've been talking about for just, you know, a couple months now. The whole experience has been super wonderful. And so the deadline for submission was the middle of September. Within a week, I got a lovely email saying that they wanted me for the next issue. And I was so just flabbergasted, right? Like really didn't seem real. And then like as part of the whole experience, I was contacted by a tech editor. Like I didn't include a chart for my pattern, but the tech editor drew one up and we went over it and, you know, fixed a couple little things and, and it was like all ready to go. And then, and it, it, it's being released to the world on December 10th. So that is really very, very awesome. And I am so proud. And that honestly was one of my 101 in 1001 goals was to get a pattern released in a real publication. And I'm excited and proud. And I hope that you all take the time to head over to Nitty and check it out. It is called Breckel. Breckel forever, right? Breckel, the namesake for this episode and the namesake for that pattern. And we'll talk later about the name of the pattern. That's a really funny story. And I think you'll enjoy it. Well, it looks like that's just about all I've got going on in updates. So I guess it's time to get this podcast started. And now it is on to spinning my wheels. So I didn't quite get as much as I'd hoped I would get done because of everything that was going on with the holidays. But I did, I did get a few things accomplished. First in crochet. I certainly did not get as much done as I would have hoped on the great afghan that I was knitting on or crocheting on. Sorry, slip of the tongue. Um... I was only able to pull it out like once while we were watching a movie and crochet a few rounds on it. And then I had to put it back because it doesn't really travel well at all. One, it's a pretty large blanket. And two, I have it stored in a pretty large project bag. I have it in like a recovered garment bag that you'd get like a quilt in from the store. So that the actual blanket and like three or four skeins of yarn is what's currently in that in that bag. So that's not really going any place except for up on the couch next to me. But I did get a little bit more work done on that. And that's pretty awesome. And then it was on to knitting. Feel pretty accomplished there. I've actually gotten a few things started and finished since last time I recorded. First, I started and finished a baby sweater for some family friends of ours. And that project is the One Piece Baby Kimono by Christina Bernardi Schiffman. And that is the little baby wrap sweater that is published in the original book, Mason Dixon Knitting. And it's a super quick knit, and I really enjoy it. I've made it for a few people over the years. The name leaves a little something to be desired, but I did not select the name. And I knit that out of some Knit Picks Shine Worsted in the colorway Crocus that I had just lingering in my stash. Apparently, there was 
like a sale on Knit Picks Shine because I have quite a bit in worsted and both sport weight in my stash. So at least I was able to go stash diving to find the yarn for that sweater and didn't have to like shop until I found something that I liked. So that was pretty cool. Started it and finished it. Um, it's a garter stitch sweater and it lays really, really flat. So there won't really be any blocking or anything like that. So that bad boy, I just need to package it up and get probably a gift card for a massage for mom and get that in the mail to them. And that should be pretty awesome. They live like right across town, but I think it would be nice if it showed up in the mail as a surprise for them. So that'd be pretty cool. What else? Um, so I had already finished the eco vest, but it took me forever to get it on the blocking boards, you know, just taking time away from company to do that. It took forever so that I haven't actually worn it or sewn the button or the buttonhole on that, but you know, the blocking's finished. What, what can a girl expect? So hopefully this week I'll be able to get actually wear that out in public, maybe Friday to work for, you know, casual Friday. So that's pretty cool. What else did I start? I started, um, two additional versions of my pattern called Breckle that that appeared in Nitty. Well, because, you know, Amy Singer said she would like to see it in colors because the original version, I chose two shades of gray just for, you know, high contrast to show off the stitch pattern and because it went with the original name of the design that I had in my head. So I did one version in some Malabrigo Rios, which is a worsted weight yarn in a solid and then a contrasting color that is more a jewel tone variegated yarn. So that's cool. And then the other version was in some chunky weight yarn that I don't even know off the top of my head what it was. Actually, I, honestly, I, yeah, I don't know what it was. It's black and it's really nice. And then um, a jewel tone variegated, um, more brightly colored variegated than the other version in some monos that I had in my stash. And that was in a bulky weight. The original pattern was written for a bulky weight. I did a little modification for the worsted version. And I think both are turning out very, very nicely. And that is super cool. So yeah, that is a very short and sweet spinning my wheels edition. I made no progress on the skew socks, but I was busy. I made two cows, a baby sweater, and got the eco vest blocked. So that seems pretty productive to me. In this edition of Spin a Tail, I've got a little tale for you about how the cow pattern in Nitty got its name. So when I was actually originally working up the design for the pattern, it started out as an exercise to improve my knitting and my designing. I signed up to do the Initiate Knit Design Challenge by Frenchie from Araha Knits. And it's just a five-day challenge that she hosts on her Facebook group. And she really just kind of walks you through an abbreviated version of the steps that she takes to keep herself organized in designing. And I got about two days into the five-day challenge and I knew what I wanted to do with this design. And that was submit it for publication to the December issue of, of Knitty because it is a chunky weight cowl and it's perfect for gift knitting. And that's one of the things that they look for, for that issue. So when I was kind of looking at boot boards and things like that, I kept finding myself being drawn toward shades of gray. And when I was trying to decide on what I wanted to do with the color for this cowl that I had sketched, I went, one of the things I did was go to pant, but well, I went to Pinterest and I searched colors of the year. And the colors of the fall season, one of the colors was Paloma, which means dove in more than one language. And that solidified the use of one, the name, 
and two, the color combination of gray for me. However, do not go on a search for a pattern by me named Paloma because last, like a week ago, I got an interesting email from Amy Singer. Now we're talking about what the real name, the real, the new, the, the new name for my pattern is Brickle. Now let's talk about how we went from Paloma to Brickle. The email I got from Amy Singer said, Hey, Shiloh, by the way, um, there are a million Palomas on Ravelry and you have the distinct honor of being the first designer to have their pattern renamed by the neural net. And underneath that paragraph was a list of randomly generated fake words that she wanted me to choose from. And I am a good sport. I had kind of put a bit of work into the name Paloma. However, it was distinctly interesting enough and just a very cool idea to actually pick from computer generated list of names. So I did. And the name that I chose was Breckle. And I find it hilarious. I mean, it totally works. And oh, some of the some of the words on the list were were hilarious. One of them was Durfunction. Yeah, not I would have never called this pattern Durfunction, but it was hilarious. And there were just a couple other ones that were certainly not appropriate, not appropriate, but certainly not well suited to be the name of a cowl that I had designed. But I totally went with Breckle and totally ran with it, rewrote the intro to the pattern, and I will be totally honored to see my name listed next to a beautiful cow pattern called Breckle. It looks like it is time to spin off this episode of Spin Control. Yes, it has been brief, but I wanted to make sure that I got something out and published for the release of the pattern and that I didn't spend too much time just because I felt, one, if I didn't record on schedule this time, it would just be even longer between now and the next time I get to record. And I certainly did not want to delay. I'm still trying to squeeze out an episode every two weeks. And so far I've failed miserably, but now here we are two weeks after the last episode and I'm recording. So I'm feeling good and I will try to do better like I used to and, you know, kind of keep notes handy and actually take notes about what I want the episode to contain as the two week period passes on. I know I've got some adventures coming up. One, the, um, my knit group is having their holiday gift exchange coming up right here in the next weekend. And that should be a lot of fun. And I feel like I'm going to get a lot more accomplished on the knitting tips. So we'll have to see how all of that goes. Leading us out, if you have the opportunity, go out and check out all of the free patterns that have been published in Knitty this past week by, um, you know, designers, old and new and up and coming. And check it out. I think it is pretty fantastic that Knitty still has maintained the ability to provide free patterns accessible patterns to the internet for what, 17 years now? I think the first issue was published in 2012. And I know that every issue that comes out for me, I always go and check it out and see if there's anything I'm interested in. And actually the, like the skew pattern is still available for free and was originally published in Nitty. And there are a lot of interesting gems like that, that you'll see out there on the web. And thank you very much to Nitty for the opportunity to get published and for all of the free patterns that are accessible to everybody that's got an internet connection. This week, leading us out, I have a song called Down in the Valley by The Head and the Heart. The first line of that song gets me every time because one day I will be able to live to that. And I kind of feel like my pursuits of getting out of the office are kind of driven by that kind of mentality. 
And if you get the opportunity, you should buy their music and try their music. I love The Head and the Heart. They are definitely one of my favorites, and I know that my girls love them too. As always, you can get the details about this episode and all the past episodes at spincontrolpodcast.com. You can email me at shiloh at foreverhandmade.com. Catch me on Ravelry and on Instagram as Forever Handmade. Thanks again, guys. I will talk to you soon. I wish I was a slave to an angel trade Like riding around on rail cars and working long days Lord have mercy on my rough and rowdy ways Lord have mercy on my rough and rowdy ways
back to where I started These are the places I will always go So I wish I was a slave to an age-old trade Lord have mercy on my rough and rowdy way